welcome to Powered by the Players, the natural play podcast featuring one-shots and mini-campaigns of all your favorite Powered by Apocalypse games. Each campaign will be a different PBTA game with a rotating cast of diverse players. I'm your host, Diana Lorraine. I am your game master, Morgan Nunzio. I am your producer, Kristen Devine. Let's, Let's power, power up! up. What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Slug Blaster one-shot, so make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. To briefly recap, Morgan, Diana, Kristen, Maggie and Miriam are our wildcard Slug Blasting crew known as the Sticklers underscore one. After being called out as posers by a rival crew, Null Range, the Sticklers underscore one have found themselves competing in the annual Panic Energy Speedrun, where they must face off against their rivals and capture the Panic Flag in the Golden Jungleverse. Things have got off to a rocky start, and now the Sticklers underscore one are racing against the clock to capture that flag and get back across the finish line before their own imposed time of 1 minute 55 seconds. The main game mechanic for Subblaster is this. Whenever a character has to perform an action roll, they must roll at least one six-sided die or a d6 and use the highest result to determine their success. If they get a 6, they succeed. If they get a 4 or a 5, they succeed. But there's a problem. And if they get a 1, 2 or 3, they fail. And there's a problem. Players can add extra d6s to their roll through using their specific playbook skills or using their signature devices. Players can also add kick to their action roll, which means that any success they get is more powerful, i.e. they make more progress towards solving a problem or gaining some side benefit. Players can also work together as a team to freely give dice or kick to a teammate, as well as take problems for each other. The main goal for every Slugblaster character is to try and earn as many style points as they can whilst keeping their trouble score low. These scores will affect the character's epilogue roll at the end of the session. One thing to note is that for this one shot we actually use Slugblaster Turbo, a lighter, condensed version of the game made specifically for one shots to showcase the main system. You can check out more information including where to pre-order the full version of Slug Blaster and join the official Discord server on their website. That's www.slugblaster.com. So, with all that out of the way, let's play Slug Blaster. So, what would you guys like to do? And don't all shout at once, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had at some point done some reverse gravity stuff, you... but I forget whether yes. it was for the meteor sore or for the bridge scenario. It was for the meteor sore, so that, that's okay. correct. So yeah, I think you turned around, and as I think it was the one with two heads, you sort of turned around, used it. It was reaching out towards this bridge, following uh, Bam Bam, and following to, on the bridge, and it just <laughs> so it is in the air, going up. You don't know how long it's going to be there, though, because again, you are you are all booking it across this bridge. Could I reverse the gravity again so it falls on top of one of our rivals? 
where it is, you'd have to pull it across. And because the bridge is quite long, you don't know if you'll be able to get it across before maybe it falls on the bridge, I would say. You can totally try, though. I think I will. Of course Great. you will. <laughs> of course you will. Great. Brilliant. All right. So... You always get 1d6. You can even, uh, you know, attitude, grit. How, how are you trying to, you could add, you could justify it so that you're using your attitude for that and add another dice or if, does it look cool? I think I'm going to try to make it look cool. Like I'm sort of gravity guiding it across. Okay. You're using it's sort like, of, the, yeah. Yeah. It's like, come with me, like heal puppy sort of a thing. So, uh, I just, I guess uh, I'm trying to make it look cool, so, mm-hmm. so I just like roll the 2d6. It's just 1d6. The look oh. cool, it just means you roll the action like normal, and any problems will get worse, uh, but you do get one style for it, so it, it'll look cool. Um, okay. But if you fail, you know, it's, it's not great. So, so yes, yeah, so it's 1d6 currently. Uh, I do not. <laughs> I got it too. So you fail and there's a problem. Yes. Oh, what a start. Okay, let's go to my monsters. Oh, interesting. So as you are starting to pull it, it sort of almost junks you back a little bit. And you're like, whoa, what's wrong? And you look. And this time you can see the sort of the meteor's head is sort of shifting and and, and not only like is there now two heads, but actually it almost like gets another two legs that sort of just evolve out from underneath it. So whereas before it was sort of almost bipedal, it now has two sets of legs. And the sudden weight of that forces it sort of to come down. And it looks like it is a lot quicker than it was before. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that is your go, Canon. Who would like to go next? I will go because I have a Simple. Great. issue to deal with. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I, interestingly enough, um, on my character sheet, I have something I found coming here. And I think yes. this is a good time to bring that into play. Mm-hmm. I think it's a small flashlight. Ooh, okay. So it's it's small, but it's sort of like industrial grade. So it's like quite bright. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, just one of those very small ones that you would like get in a stocking or something like just like a travel flashlight. Yeah. LED um, like sort of like. Yeah. Yeah. So Pinball's going to pull that out of their pocket and shine it right in Lee's eyes. And at the same time is going to start doing like a spin on mm-hmm. the skateboard and try to activate the Rift Ninja sneakers to like try and buckley off one way or the other, either through like Lee phasing through the board or falling off because of the turn. Nice. I like that. Okay. So you always roll with 1d6 because you are just chill with all these things. So that's 2d6. And you're using your Rift uh, sneakers as well. So you can either choose yes. to add another dice or you can do a kick to it. I'm adding another dice, I think. 3d6. Cool. Because I want Lee off his board. <laughs> Okay, so my highest roll was a four, but I did get two fours, which I think means Mm. I get a style point. Yes, effortlessly cool. Mark one style every time you roll doubles. You just look cool even without trying, even without knowing it. (laughs) Okay, so it's a seat with a problem. So tell me, like, how, what does it look like? What are you trying to do with this flashlight? And you're trying to flash into his eyes. How does it look cool? Like, depending on how many times you click it, it'll do different things. Like, it, it, So I click it a couple of times and a strobe effect comes on, (laughs) um, which is incredibly disorienting. 
And it's like flashing all these different colors, like a rave sort of situation. Amazing. So it's like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And with, because <laughs> someone put on music, I think, before, I think, um, I think, uh, Bam Bam, you put on like some music before. So it's just, it is in time with the beat. It's very strange. Let's see though, what kind of problem? Oh, interesting. So you start like, you know, blipping in there. What's quite cool is that because uh, Lee's wearing like almost like uh, Agent Smith shades, they are trying to like, you know, dodge you and trying to control the grip. I think even more shades come down from no- from other way, but they're like mirrorball. So, they, so you know, he's, they're still struggling with you, but the lights are going off. And as a result, the lights are pinging off the trees that as you sort of moving forward into this forest and you can see in the canopy above, all these sort of like lights start to flash as well. And you see the whole canopy on this side of the chasm is full of power nodes. And the way the lights are sort of dancing around them, you see it's sort of almost like infrared has just sort of activated something in the canopy. Who knows what though? All right, who's next? I wasn't across the bridge yet, right? Not yet, I believe. You, I think what, from what I understand, Janora, you were sort of tying up this last of the meteor, which has sort of reached out at you. It is getting distracted by the hard light uh, hoverboard that you have. Do I think it's distracted in that? Well, I would say it was quite, it was distracted. It wasn't successful. There was a, there was a success, but a problem. So I think okay. it, it reached out to try and grab you and it mm-hmm. damaged your, your, I think it was your signature thing or something like that. It, it damaged yeah. your board, but it then was like, oh, and then sort of looked, started looking at the things. So I think it is thoroughly distracted. Okay. So then I'll try to get across the bridge. Yeah, easy enough. You sort of start speed ahead and you can see catching up with sort of uh, with Jessica. And in the distance, uh, again, it's gone a little bit further, but you can see Pinball and Lee fighting over one board, but sort of swaying. You actually see the light show from, you know, when you see a show from further away, <laughs> like a slight, like, like the base is sort of going on. And you see it's Isolde cool is on the ground. There. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I want to be there. You know um, but- yeah. of, um, sorry for this slight mm. side note. Um, have you anybody seen Kipo and the Age of Wonderbees? Yes. Yes. I've not seen that. Is it good? The, uh, yeah, it's dubbies. excellent. Yeah, There's, like, dubstep bees. Dubstep bees yes. that like glow and like uh, speaking dubstep noises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I like that. But yes, and Isoldi is on the, from the null range, is on the floor after being run okay. over. It's slowly getting up, but you're sort of speeding up across the bridge, I'd say. I think I'm going to, as I'm going across the bridge, as I'm approaching, I think I'm going to try to see if Pinball needs help, but I don't want to interfere, Maggie, with your scene, but I'll just kind of be prepared to help if well i'm in there so like i will i actually have a plan to help so oh you do have a plan to help okay yeah yeah i want lee off my board i like this is not chill guys yeah i think i would have stopped and helped or slowed down to help the other person up except is oldie right and i think janora's nice i think normally she would stop and help the other person except Mm -hmm. someone else is on her team members board and that takes priority over everything so i'm not helping that person up no nope, that's fair enough that's fair enough. Was grumpy this morning <laughs> so, <got> called out <laughs> i know that's not really an action do i have to like roll to get across the bridge no like, no i think i assume okay. that you're all because nothing has happened bad to the bridge thanks to kind of yeah. not throwing a meteor saw onto the bridge <laughs> uh, so you can get off quite quickly it was just very very rocky and actually because you can see where Isoldi was like there they would it would have taken like another maybe a couple of turns or so before the bridge would actually break maybe thankfully with that new uh those two uh, monsters are turning up behind you you're all sort of speeding ahead more so okay. than you would normally so i say okay. you so you're on the other side of the bridge there's no problem are you sure there's nothing else like you any sort of big action you want to do or are you just gonna, like just gonna whiz past Isoldi and just like 
flip off in the nicest way, like sort of like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do that. And that way, if Pinball and Bam Bam need any assistance, I can just be kind of ready for, for that. Nice. Yeah, because cool. I think I was like right ahead of you, like on the bridge. So Yeah, and if you have a plan, do it and then I'll step in and help <laughs> if I need to. Cool. Well, let's go to Bam Bam then. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think Bam Bam, as soon as um, they see that Pinball has a company on their board, it's just going to speed up and try to grab whomever, um, you said Lee is on the board? Is that Lee's right? on the board, yeah. Yeah, and just sort of like do like a quick turn to like sort of like get some momentum and then like as they're facing like a bush or something, just like let them go. <laughs> like oh, nice. In the bush. <laughs> are you, you're grabbing Lee themselves and then just like, yeah. oh, really cool. Ripping them off. <laughs> nice, 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 and nice. Just like doing like one of those like quick turns and like as soon as I like see a bushery, I'm just like meh. <laughs> in the bush. <laughs> it's like into the sea, but into the bush. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So that's definitely one d six. I think it's quite gutsy. I'd say like you are you are you know you are like racing up to save your friend and like like get out of here. So I'd say that's two d six. Oh, oh, you think I'm trying to look cool. Do you think you look cool? I always think I look cool. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> I, I'm going to give you a dice as help just because I think I'm struggling and grappling with Lee as it is. So, like, Lee's too distracted to really notice you yeah. coming up behind him. So, Perfect. So, four then? So we've got 1d6, help from the chill, that's 2d6. You're looking cool, uh, so that's only, uh, if there's a problem, it will get worse, but you, if you succeed, you get one okay, style. So, yeah. And then I said attitude, so you could choose to either have a dice or you can choose to have kick. It's currently 2d6 you've got. I'm just going to take it, I'm just going to take a dice. Cool, take the dice, so you're 3d6 and you're looking cool. I'm going to use the dice roller, but hopefully it won't spaz on me again. <laughs> yeah, like last time. Yeah. You fail and there's a problem. Why? <laughs> No, it says it says it says, it says it says on my one. It says you succeed, but there's a problem. What? It says okay. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'll take what you see. Okay, we'll do that. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a sleep, but there's a problem. Regular dice now, like <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. I'm not gonna. So you can mark one point for style seed because you do succeed according to my sheet. Um, <laughs> there's a problem. Let me go to my problem sheet. I'm just. Gently toss them into a bush. You know, no big deal. Those gentle toss. Ooh, I wonder what deatomizing wave is. That's going to happen. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> as you throw, you sort of grab Lee. Like you, you're sort of coming from the back, and as Lee's struggling with pinball, you like almost like go under Lee's arms. Mm-hmm. And because Lee is a very slight, I've just, like I said, I've described them as a sort of a slender man-esque, you manage to easily grab them sort of off. But it is, it is, you know, your board as a result is wildly going left to right. The light is sort of still bouncing off their sunglasses and it hits something in the canopy. And now as you look up again, all these sort of power notes are starting to flash more and more. And then you just hear almost like at the, at the back of the canopy, there's like a... And down from the canopy comes almost like a wave, like as if sort of like almost like a wind, but personified, like a huge sort of wave of noise starts going through this whole jungle. The trees start shifting and it hits you and Lee. You're going to take a slam. So a slam means you can either tick one of the boxes that you've that you've not used. So you could tick an attitude in guts or you can take uh, something towards your uh, your runners or you can nope it and say, nope, that doesn't happen, and you mark two trouble instead. Uh, it's like avoiding a situation, I guess. Okay. I'm going to just take... I'm going to take one in, into my... 
uh, my attitude. That makes sense. So yeah, so you ticked off one of your, your cases. So you just basically have less chance to succeed later on. So you, it hits into you and Lee and the, the sheer force, almost like a like a the atoms in your teeth rattle. Like it's very like disconcerting. And you do manage to throw Lee off to the side. Uh, you don't see where they go. I think they missed the bush a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and they just disappear out of you for now. But that whole rattling sort of thing, you, your board starts to rattle and everything like that. And it, it continues on. And as it does so, this wave hits a couple more trees, which sort of lead uh, to a site. And you see, both you and Pinball see this, coming out of the ground, a huge hand, sort of like a metal hand, like maybe, let's say 12 feet high, each sort of individual digit. But they are sort of sprouted in such a way that it is blocking your path. And you'd have to do some quick, sick flips or sweet maneuvers to get round this next obstacle. But that is your turn. All right, so since I'm on the other side of the bridge, I want to give fire cover to my crew. Excellent. So I'm going, I want to look super freaking cool and just shoot at all of our rival team members. And I'm going to shoot at their hoverboards and the monsters and just zoom around them looking cool. Yeah, so you're using your zero beam uh, ray gun, essentially, Uh and sort of pinpointing things. So yeah, you can see like Isoldi is off. And actually in the distance, you do see there are other members of Null Range, the sort of nondescript people, which we featured previously, but clearly have gone far ahead, um, are starting to dart forward and start to be, so you're shooting at them. That sounds good. So it's 1d6, you're looking cool. That's good. Uh, So that means that if you succeed, you mark one style, but if there's any problems, they'll be worse. But when you're trying to look cool, you've got lateral thinking with a creative approach you can mark one style or even on a failed role so how would you like try and think out the box rather than just just shooting anything is there something you'd particularly do to make it creative looking um i think i'm going to try to i'm going to try to go in between them and make them think i'm trying to get ahead of them when actually i'm just trying to get close enough to them to take out their hoverboard Right, sounds good. All right, so it's it's still only one d six, but whether you succeed or fail, you still mark one star point. Cool. I got a six. Ah, oh, you succeed. Nice, <sighs> nice. So yes, so mark that star point for me. Oh, super stylish. All right, so I'd say now I believe everyone is across the bridge now. The meter saws. One is thoroughly distracted by the hard hover light. And the other one, Roy, as we've deemed to name him, uh, the two-headed one. Oh, yeah, the two-headed one, that's it. It's stuck on the other side of the bridge with... And has four legs. And has four legs. That's right. Uh, I'm getting rather attached to Roy. Oh, he's named it. That's what happens when we name things. (laughs) Uh, He he wants to be next to you, so... (laughs) Roy... The two-headed monster starts to, like, is shaking off the effects of the gravity cannon from cannons. Oh, cannon, cannon. I just... I just it's cannon now. It's cannon. Oh, God, get out. <laughs> <laughs> this creature starts to follow you. And I think if the creature catches up with one of you, uh, so you are caught using the shared progress track, then you will take two slams every turn essentially so every time you play so that's not great that means your stuff will get sort of destroyed you you won't be able to use your attitude and then eventually your trouble track will also fill up as well however if you do fill out the destroyed track um it explodes uh and you defeat it in some way 
what I will say, so we've got this sort of scenario here. So the, the creature is running up behind you, almost sort of galloping across the bridge. The bridge itself is wobbling slightly. You don't think it is going to break. The null range people hadn't cut through the whole uh, ropes holding it. Ahead of you, you can see just off in the distance, but coming up very quick is this sort of hand that's half buried in the in the sort of ground. Uh, but the the fingers, the digits of the robotic hand are sort of in an awkward position. So you're going to have to do something creative to get get over it or trying to get in between it. So new sort of new round. What would people like to do? I have an idea. How about we just go brute force? between those hands by allowing Roy to chase me through it, forming a gigantic hole through those through that hand. Something like that. All right, so describe how you're going to entice Roy. I mean, it is going t- towards the closest person, which is you, but how are you going to try and keep Roy's focus on you, I'd say? I think I'm going to use my reality cannon. I'm going to, like, because I think I was, I, I, as far as I can recall from our last session, I was kind of double cannoning. Yeah. Very Western style. Two hands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to use my reality cannon to essentially make the fingers like a gigantic target. So it's like bright color, like flashing Mm -hmm. and sort of be like, here, here, Roy, come get me (laughs) and start (laughs) using my board to go like full speed towards the... So here's my one question. I love this. How, okay. are, you, how are you going to get past the hand? Because Roy's going to make is not in front of you. You're going to have to go through the fingers. Or what? How are you going to get onto the other side for it to go through? Oh, I was planning to go up the middle one. Of course. <laughs> so like like as a sort of a ramp, sort of a like a yeah, sort of like a ramp. Hike. All right, let's do that. So that's one d six. It looks cool, and you're using your reality cannon. Are you going to tick your last box? Yes. On your relative cannon. All right. To get an extra die. Come on. Hopefully yeah. this works. <laughs> 2d6. Okay, that one fell down. Ooh, I actually rolled a six. Nice. Yeah. So, descri- so describe then what exactly happens. So you you sort of go up slow motion up to the thing, and then Roy does what? Roy, I think, just barrels right through the middle finger. So there's this nice big gap for us now mm-hmm. while I'm kind of just um, basically flying kind of off the finger into wherever we're going to next. I think everyone else has sort of parted slightly to let this horrific creature sort of go towards you. And you all see this sort of the fingers sort of change, sort of almost morph as uh, Canon uses their own reality cannon to change the way it looks. And it's an interesting sight to see Canon not only go up and maybe do a quick sort of uh, flip in the air, and but then having this two-headed, four-legged creature run and then barrel through, making a giant hole in the hand, uh, but also destroying probably the middle finger in the center. So it's almost like a sort of two fingers finger two finger and then a hole in the middle it was basically one of those chairs that you don't want to have in your office essentially <laughs> but the way is now clear this creature is sort of barreled through and actually looking through it all of you as you sort of zipping past one two three four can i think you do maybe another flip into the air so make mark another mm-hmm. point of style and in front of you this time you can see sort of it's much darker you're getting further and further into the jungle as you sort of land down, maybe you land a little bit heavily, so this creature is sort of 
blazely sort of confused it's almost doing like a um, like a, a looney tunes s type thing so it's hit something very very heavy powered through stars stars both heads different stars uh yeah. <laughs> birds and stars so it's very dazed you all sort of make your way through it so it's currently uh distracted for now but in front of you it's weird the ground itself is so it is boggy in places but then it's not it's dry it's it's very odd so your boards are struggling a little bit with the terrain but coming up you see a huge tree like one of those sort of proper really thick tree with gnarled roots and stuff like that and it gets to the point where it's so big the roots itself sort of come down but it makes it almost like uh, as you start to flip through the first couple you see it's almost like a maze so you have to weave in and out and you're really sort of struggling to find uh, it's getting darker and darker as you go through these trees but you see on the other side maybe about 200 300 meters ahead of you there is a little bit of light coming through the other side who would like to go next i think being rattled and dazed and all that now seeing the hand i think bam bam's just gonna go whoo and just like shake their head <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just um start going for it mm-hmm. uh, and you said there's a gap now so like so there's a yeah, gap in the hand itself and oh. as you sort of pulse through it uh i mean feel free to if you want to do like a quick sweet trick off the top and then go down into the roots i think the way is now clear in the middle but you know, you're bam bam. You don't do yeah. things by half. So. I, don't, I don't do anything half-assed. Well, how dare you? <laughs> I wasn't implying. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they're going to just uh, do like, I, maybe like they're going to go up and like do maybe like a handstand in, in between the fingers and then like flip oh. over and just keep going. That's pretty cool. All right, 1d6. Looks cool. <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, so I was just going to roll because... Yeah. <laughs> that's a five. Five, you succeed, but there's a problem. So, yep, Mark One style. You're looking really cool. And it's me. Oh, I'll say as well. I'll say as well. Sorry, because there is a, a show off. You got the show off move, which is plus one d6 anytime you look cool. You just can't help it because the spotlight loves you. I'll let you roll another d6 to okay. see if you can get a six. No. No, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool to you. Like, <laughs> so there's a problem. As you sort of you do your handstand, you're like, woohoo, yeah, you know, sticklers underscore one for life. You hit back on, you do your sort of handstand back up, and there's suddenly a tree root in front of you. You go, whoa, and you you sort of dodge out of the way. But as a result, you're going to take, uh, again, another slam as you're sort of trying to dodge around the tree, but you get it right hard into your shoulder. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you choose whether you want to mark off one of your attitudes or one of your runners. I'll mark off no attitude. All right, so you're like, ah, you know you yeah. recover slightly but it's, it's like you're a little bit shaken again you're like oh don't know how much more you can take of this but you look super cool so that's all that matters all right i think once we get in down into the roots mm-hmm. jessica's gonna say like i have maps i'm pulling out my maps now <laughs> this is this is a time for maps and she's gonna start looking at her maps and she's gonna pull out maddie and be like come on we gotta detect this find me the fastest route out of this nonsense and then she's going to start trying to like weave as smoothly as possible in and out of these roots nice matty as the big blinker eyes like mm-hmm. i will assist gps signal locating you know that sort of, that sort of thing all right so it's 1d6 you're using your robot so i'll let you choose either your dice or a kick if you want to look super successful you could also you've got your attitude smarts as well i could say you could use as well so you can choose I think I want the kick. You want the kick from your robot? Yeah. 2d6. No, it's 1d6 okay. plus uh, if you succeed, it's a super success. Okay. Four. 
four. So you succeed, but there is a cost. Oh, there is a problem. Okay, so um, so what I'd say is that as you sort of you get at the big map, and and Matty sort of again the eyes sort of blicker. <laughs> the eyes blicker the eyes blink, blink. and and sort of like focus in and it gets maybe because you it was sort of wearing it as a backpack at the currently yeah he's he backpack attaches to me and we said his head was on a gimbal as well which i quite liked so mm. his head sort of comes out a little bit and sort of is a head and uses his sort of eyes a sort of like almost like a mini map appears sort of projected and you can see where you are and where your team is as well and you're sort of making your way through and it's actually quite a warren almost between these sort of routes and managing to duck duck and weave it's it looks pretty pretty awesome and again with everyone sort of with the music with the sort of footage as well uh with bam bam going woohoo in the background it does <laughs> feel like a proper experience it's like the first time you've all sort of come together and you think great this, this is brilliant no problem except there is a problem from behind you you hear and it's it's almost like god damn it not those guys hey hey dudes whoa sweet flips woohoo and out of it you have tad and aj sort of almost cream next to you whoa like what did you do to that minisaur man whoa oh but we have to win this though don't we tad oh you're right aj we took out no range so i guess we've got to be the bad guys now oh and then instead of they rush off ahead of you and they start trying to block your way like you can see what the easiest route is but because they can see it as well they're starting to block and do sort of sweet turns mm. and and sort of grinding on the roots slightly as they go past if roots like sort of spark and and give out sort of like as if they were metal it's really bizarre as you do like it's getting harder and harder to see as they're sort of getting in your way essentially so i'm gonna put lazy bunny on the track that is their name and what I'm going to say is that if you manage to get rid of them, they'll uh, they, you will not only uh, be in a better chance of winning the tournament, but you will also earn their respect because they think you're pretty cool already, but maybe they want to be best mates with you. Who knows? You got that on there as well. They're just trying to steal Maddie. Whoa! Sick 12-year-old dude! I don't know. Uh- <laughs> I think um, what Pinball's going to do, the way Pinball is attacking the maze... Mm-hmm is just kind of going for it um, and just sort of bouncing between trees, a bit like a pinball might, not really caring <laughs> what route they're taking, just sort of like going with the flow, seeing what feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are going to, at one point, try and block the way of some of the Lazy Bunny team by um, shooting up at the roots and trying to cause like a cave-in. Ooh, Nice. And what, what are you using for that? Are you using, you're just using your ray gun? My nega ray gun thing. Nice. So what does that look like when you're shooting up? Is it just like, what kind of beam does it look like? I, I think it's like, it's sort of like really dark black, like stream of energy, mm. um, almost like sucking up all the light into it. And Pinball doesn't fully understand what a nega ray is. I think they think that it's just a nope gun. But it's it's probably more like an antimatter kind of situation. Nice. Yeah, I like that. All right. So you got one d six. You always five. Roll, but you always roll with two. Did you roll with two d six? I did roll with two. Yes. Oh, so you got five. Okay, great. So you succeed, but there's a problem. Yes. Um. So yeah, you start shooting uh, at the roots and stuff like that, and it is successful. Maybe don't cause a cave in, but every so often a root does come down and like hit one of the hoverboards. So you see, like certainly one one of them sort of at the back, maybe trying to catch up with one of your other teammates. You shoot, you know, very coolly sort of shoot 
Oh, but the I think I remember from last time the mm-hmm. gun is attached to my board. So like my hands are just in my pockets and I'm using like a pedal to <laughs> just like, shoot this thing mm-hmm. off. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's it maybe it's on the back of your board that you can change where it is. Yeah. So you you sort of like you you hit it with your maybe you just do a back heel sort of kick to it and it shoots up hits one of the roots and it hits onto like the nose of that person's hoverboard they just flip over completely wiping out i just like ah, wilhelm scream off into, <laughs> into the roots somewhere uh, so you do get a few others however as a result you just hear in the background sort of as the two-headed four-legged megasaur, uh, meteosaur, sorry, has come out of its days and has heard a lot of noise. And, oh, look, it, the roots are slightly bigger now. It would have had a bit of trouble getting in. So now it starts galloping towards everyone and starts to tear out the other roots to get in uh, through the bits. So, if anything, it is helping you, but it's also getting closer to you. <laughs> is the two-headed, four-legged uh, monster, I love that we keep describing it every time we talk about it it's easier. Um, is it behind me or is it in front of me i think everyone will have passed it to get into the roots it is right. now behind the crew essentially but it is coming with that great speed towards you okay then i'd like to while still going mm-hmm. yeah yeah turn around and shoot at it with my laser bow to try to distract it oh nice where are you hitting it one of its two heads maybe mm-hmm. yeah no, that's, that's like done you know like a so you're okay. doing it like equi- sort of accuracy, like ah, get get that head. All right, so heart. Yeah. So cool. you got yeah. So one d six. Do you want to add anything to it? I'm guessing it's very cool, but like, how does it look cool? The coolest part about it is that I'm still going. Like I'm still going forward, <laughs> even though I'm turned around completely on my board to take a shot at it. Yeah. Um. So I guess look cool. Yeah. So yeah. So that so means your mark style <laughs> if you if you succeed. Um. Okay. I'd say as well attitude heart because you're trying to like no for the team that you know you're trying to sort of hit yeah. out from them. So you could choose to, whether you want to add another dice or if you want to add kick to it. I want to add another. Yeah. Go die. for it. Two. Two d six. Yeah. Two. Six. Hey. Oh, good. <laughs> Like, ah, ah. Great. Okay, so so you succeed, which is good, and you mark style points as well. So add a style cool. point. I will. So you, you shoot it on its head, and its head sort of snaps back uh, a little bit, yeah. sort of like that, and it looks back at you. It looks very winded, but again, it starts to shift slightly. Um, but its shifting causes it to stop as it's sort of trying to regain itself. So you think it's going to morph again, but it has stopped its chase of you just now as it sort of gets over its next transformation. Sweet. You're all sort of coming together, weaving in and out, following uh, Jessica's sort of uh, the map thing. It's getting harder and harder because you've got AJ and Tad sort of blocking you at every sort of opportunity. So you are, you are going a lot slower than you hoped. You think maybe, I know it doesn't feel like it, but maybe about 20 seconds has passed. Uh, so you are, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like the big montage in the film. It always takes, you know, two hours to do two minutes. But you can see just ahead of Tad and AJ, the light is getting bigger and bigger but what you can see is that it looks like to be like another chasm and you can see what looks like a road a track you're not sure but about maybe half the size of the area you're sort of covering now so you're weaving in and out of these roots and it's quite a big area as you're trying to find the way through but you can see it sort of all narrows to this metal track which goes up at quite a high sort of steep angle uh, and the light sort of pouring down through it so you can't quite see what's on the other side of these roots all you can see is that there's a track so you're going to have to get in front of or disable AJ and Tad and see what you know and then get on that track otherwise you will just head out into open air essentially 
maybe they're going to, I guess, bounce off that tree they hit and just keep going. See this opening. And I guess the track means we're in the right way, right? You would you would assume so. I mean, you said it's pretty open. The the trees and stuff like you're dodging in between them, but the way the lazy bunnies are going about, they are blocking the quickest route, slowing you down quite a lot. And then you can see like where there's I guess because it's the roots are so sort of the sort of labyrinth of the roots are so big, but then you can see sort of it ends. And then like it's either like a, either a dirt wall or it just opens out into like a space and you can see this metal track is sort of up. So it looks like there's maybe another chasm or something like that underneath this. So if you fly off, you'll probably fly off into the chasm or you need to go up, ideally need to go up the track, essentially. And you said there's a dirt wall, is that right? Yeah, there's dirt walls. Because you, you've sort of gone underground, but essentially. I think as we're going, I think for a brief second... I'm going to activate my skip mode runners. Just grab my board with my hand and sort of like do like a um, like a parkour run, a uh, wall run. Yes. And um, try to run past the obstacle and like maybe do like a like a, a flip in the wall and then like <laughs> keep going. Nice. So yeah, you're gonna try and get over Tad or anything like that and then get in front of them for sweet flips. Yeah. Nice. All right. So it's one d six. You're using your runners, so you can use add a d six or add a kick. Add a d6, that's 2d6. I would say you are looking cool, or trying to look cool. Um, so you're showing off a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. Just, just a teeny tiny bit, so that's a, another d6, a free d6. Okay. Six, four, and a one, so... Nice, you yeah. succeed. Yeah, you did look cool, so add another uh, style point. Oh, yeah. It's like that bit if... This is where I don't know if people are young enough to remember Free Willy. Um, there's that bit where where you see the, the kid look over and the whale jumps over them. It's like that, but <laughs> yeah. But um with with Bam Bam and Tad. So again, with with the, the streaming and stuff like that, what the audience sees is incredible. It's first person view of them coming, you know, weaving in and out, and you see sort of Tad's face as he turns around and he's like what like it's, it comes closer like what it's funny because i have the camera on my forehead yeah yeah <laughs> and so I do get oh my goodness down. yeah so so you go up the wall and as you sort of go upside down it like tad is like you just see it and then you either he ducks his head or you just like try not to hit him and oh yeah it's like almost like spider-man kiss like sort of like like over the top whoa <laughs> But with cameras, I don't know. <laughs> and you land right in front of him, and you sort of like maybe you do like a Mwah! sort of like yeah. a sort of kiss action, and you speed ahead, and you just hear him go, "Bro, that was sick!" <laughs> like as he's left behind in the dirt, like, "Whoa, oh shit, we gotta keep going!" <laughs> Damn, the race isn't over. <laughs> You successfully sort of moved across and you get like next to, I guess, AJ and you sort of get in front of AJ and you start making your way up the metal path. So I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to distract mm -hmm. Tad and AJ so that the rest of my team can sneak through. Mm -hmm. And the way that I'm going to do that is pinball, I think, going to wait until they're sort of clumped together trying to block um, the way out. Mm -hmm. And... Pinball's gonna go, hey guys, you like playing chicken? Um, and just go straight at them. And the plan is they're gonna activate their their Rift Ninja sneakers at the last second to like phase through them if they don't disperse. Nice. Um, but uh, Pinball is hoping that they will 
sort of swerve to avoid pinball. You just like, I hope this works. <laughs> yeah. It'll work for me either way, but I hope it like they move so that my team can get through. Yeah. 1d6. 2d6 because you always roll with plus one die. And you can use your last turbo boost for your uh, sneakers. So if it succeeds, you're extra success. Okay. I got a one and a two. Oh, no. <laughs> um, why? Okay. <laughs> they don't move. Uh <laughs> Remember when, this is very, very early on, but the first problem you had, Pinball, was that your sneaker laces got undone. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't forget. Uh, <laughs> so as you sort of kick your sneakers into action, um, there is a moment where you're like, something's not right. And you've realized it's because it's, it's got so completely undone that because your board is so stickerfold. It gets to a point, it's like, you know, where does the board begin and where does pinball end? That was always sort of the joke. But this time, you realise that your sneaker laces have got stuck to the board, so much so that you can't move, and you're like, get out of the way. And then you're like, oh, no, I oh, no. And then because you're wildly doing it, they're sort of like going, maybe we should get out of the way. I don't... And you careen into them. You get rid of them, sort of, but also you completely wipe out yourself. So I'm going to say your problem now, as you sort of wipe out, you sort of fall to the ground, like, you know, and you sort of get up spluttering, but your shoes are still attached to your board. Your board is sputtering and you need to do something to fix it in order to get back on the run. And I think just for a good measure, I'm going to let you take one trouble as well. Yeah, that sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was waiting for that. <laughs> so you sort of bowl them over, like almost like a, a bowling ball with pins, but they're getting back up and they're starting to, to try and get back into position or start to move ahead, trying to catch up, bam, bam. But you are currently on the ground trying to fix your board. Are we all behind this? You're sort Sorry, of, the rest of us. Yeah, you're sort of trying to get through onto this board, but you can see like these, the rest of the nondescript Lazy Bunny team are sort of like trying to block pile the entrance and to slow you down to not get through. Okay. I want to follow the bunnies and try to take the bunnies out mm -hmm. behind them with my blaster. Mm -hmm. But when I see pinballs uh, hoverboard go down, I mm -hmm. want to throw Maddie to pinball. Oh. Because <laughs> I want Maddie to try to help fix the hoverboard. Nice. So I say that's like teamwork. A team, a team thing. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So you can do that as you sort of go past you like, Maddie, it's all you. Go. <laughs> can Maddie just attach to pinball like a backpack while trying to fix the hoverboard? Yeah, I think so for now. I think as long as, as long as. Or he like... can attach to the hoverboard. He's okay. very attachable, adaptable. <laughs> He's my robot. He can do whatever I tell him to. I just, I just keep thinking of like, you know, those like teddy bears that hug you like yeah like little arms mm -hmm. i think that's what happens it's just like he'll just hug whatever <laughs> like a sloth almost kind of like yeah it's very sloth like <laughs> it's either, either soft or really frightened like koala like ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! the thing i love most about this is he still looks like a 12 year old child yeah yeah, so, yeah. and he's recording as well yeah so it looks like just goes it's all up to you maddie and he's like what Mistress, no! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> so I say that from your move, you sort of lay off Matty and you, I, I hope you say something like, I'll be back for you or something like that. You're yeah. like, deal with it. And you sort of race ahead, like again, bashing a few of the uh, the uh, laser bunnies out of the way and you sort of make up your way up the track. So I say that's your turn. No, you go ahead. Do you have an idea? Kind of. Okay, Because um, <laughs> I'm thinking two pairs of heads, mm -hmm. one problem. 
-hmm. or rather one solution maybe mm -hmm. great bang them all together somehow <laughs> yes okay <laughs> somehow everything seems to be focused on somehow bringing things together or moving things apart um <laughs> i'm a little inspired by portal i have to say mm -hmm. uh so i'm thinking something like since people have been distracting the lazy bunnies and everything my solution is kind of similar to what I've been doing in the past, which is run right into things and hope that thing that's chasing me runs into the obstacle ahead of me. <laughs> Excellent. So hopefully third time's the charm. How are you doing this? Because obviously this creature is sort of racing after you. Are you doing any sort of sweet tricks or, or flips or anything like that to keep it engaged with you? Because obviously it's tearing after the closest thing. Basically, I'm asking you if you're doing anything cool to keep it on your toes, as it were. I think I am kind of like with the hoverboard going. Like mm -hmm. if there's any... I'm kind of trying to do maneuvers where hopefully the more holographic stickers on this incredibly stickered secondhand board mm -hmm. is reflecting the light off, mm. like catching the light and kind of being like, chase me, chase me, chase me. Yeah, you're sort of like, again, like sort of maybe doing a quick, I should have looked at the terms before this, but when you sort of jump and the board switches over in the air, maybe the way it sort of flashes is sort of like yeah, bright. Almost like a um, strobe disco ball sort of effect while yeah. it's uh, spinning. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you're going to roll 1d6. It looks cool. You've used your reality cannon. You've still got uh, some attitude stuff if you want to use that. Uh, yeah, I'd like to use my attitude. All right, 3d6. Uh, yes, I got a6. Nice, nice. Here's what happens. <laughs> so, imagine the scene. You know, I think Pinball, you probably get the most out of the scene, because you're on the ground, you're trying to fix things, you suddenly get a robot, a 12-year-old robot onto your lap, who's trying to help you out. And then almost like, you know, again, we've talked about this before with masks, but there's a beautiful sort of slow-motion classical music. And you just see <laughs> Canon doing these sweet flips and, and tricks and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, marker style point, by the way, Canon. Sorry, I forgot. And you see the Lazy Bunny sort of turn around, again, attracted by the light. And you just see there's a moment where Canon jumps up, grabs the board, sort of flips it over the head, almost like, a, you know, if you see like a motocross or anything like that. It's like, woohoo, like over the board, legs outsplayed. And it's like, see you later, suckers. And all of them who have not spoken at this point, but they all speak in unison with one, like, whoa. And then behind them, a huge two-headed, four-legged meteosaur race into them. And they sort of go, Whoa! and you just hear like, I don't want to say an explosion, because this creature's taken so much damage, it's gone from Roy to Oi to Y, and <laughs> has exploded, as we said it would do. Like, you filled up the shared progress track, it explodes, and there's just a horrible goop and uh, grittiness against all of this, all, all of these sort of uh, nondescript laser bunny feet, and they are covered. And as a result, their boards start to glitch, and they pass down because the acid sort of the, the bloody acid is sort of biting into the boards and is hardwiring their their electrics and they're like oh no our boards you know you continue racing your way through as well uh janora what are you thinking hold on i have a i have a one-liner i need to say having seen all that yeah. um pinball and maddie just look at that and then pinball looks at maddie and goes glad you were here so we got that on camera <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, we've never described his eyes other than being like apertures, essentially. But like the idea that he can now do emojis like, whoa, sweet flips. Like, again, like a, like, a bar, like a barcode sort of thing going on. But yeah, got all that on tape. 
while okay. I'm passing by and all of that happens, I was like, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Genora. Is, so the threats are pretty much handled for right now, for this second, right? Yeah, so the meteor sword is currently gone, which yeah. is good. Uh, you no. still have a few bits of laser bunnies to work out. Uh, you think that AJ is still sort of out and about, but the majority of them is, are done, I'd say. Pinball, are you moving or are you on the ground? Very much on the ground. Okay, so that's not good because I don't want you to be on the ground, but my plan was is to kind of swing by and grab you by the arm and pick you up. Nice. Cool? Are you cool with yeah. contact? Okay. Yeah, so Pinball will <laughs> then be working on their own board on the move so that they're not dragging down their team. That works for me. Sounds good. Okay. okay. So I'd say for you, Janora, so you 1d6, you've got, because it's technically teamwork. Oh, no, you have, yeah. never mind. Attitude. About, yes, attitude. So that's okay. good. I mean, I will throw you a dice because I feel like Pinball is going to be working with you on this and not fighting you on it. Cool. cool. Yeah, my thought was like we could like grab, you know what I mean? And I would yeah. you. Yeah. That, and that's, that's really good for audio, I know. But. Yeah, the, the forearm grab. <laughs> forearm grab. Yeah, we got we got you. Um, you'd also, because you're a team player, you can mark one style every time you uh, help someone. So go ahead and add that already. So you you are helping them. Can there be like multiple helps? I'm I'm gonna roll it so that it is. Oh, as in you you want to help? Yeah, because I did want to sort of toss my repair tools as I was passing by. So I'd say it wouldn't help for this particular roll, but it would help okay. pinball on the next roll when they'd have to mend the board. So pinball, if you remember that you get an extra D6 when you do that. So it's three D6 for you, okay. Janora. Six. Nice. Oh, two. Excellent. That's what I rolled last time. And four. Six, two, four. So you got a success. Brilliant. Again, a very movie montage. Matty's placed exactly for this moment. <laughs> it's like, and Yay. like the eyes, and you just see Janora going, Friend, let's go. Stickless underscore one for life. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and so you make your way up. And as you can sort of go past the sort of the hoverboard lazy bunny mess of goop and the remains of the two-headed four-legged meteosaur, which is possibly the last time we see it in this one shot, but who knows? It might come back. I know we all is our favorite friend. So you have all made it onto this metal track and what you discover as you sort of racing up and up and up is a very, very steep climb. Your boards are struggling a little bit to keep the speed up. You think that probably another 20, 30 seconds have gone now. You're still under a minute, but you're struggling with this quite a bit. And you realize actually this whole track, it's like a cylinder, essentially. And you realize it is the beginnings of a long robotic arm. And as you sort of crest over the sort of the elbow joint, I should say, you come across the huge talked about uh, robot that has been buried in the golden jungle. And you see sprouting it from, you're getting to a point where it's a big vantage point. So you see the trees that are coming out of the, on the other side, on its other arm, sprouting up bits and pieces. You see bits of moss sort of in and about different sort of, divots and holes essentially creating sort of almost like a, a, a rocky terrain i guess or a difficult terrain but more importantly ahead of you you see what looks like it's very hard to describe it looks like null range again they have somehow i know they have somehow sort of managed to peter in and come across with two new different types of hoverboards you think when you look back at it now you sort of it was easy enough to get rid of them and you wonder why and you realize that maybe Maybe those were were not Lee and Azoldi. 
as they sort of come down, you see them again, very similar daft punk heads, the sunglasses and whatnot. And it's one of them sort of waves at you and it starts to sort of throw stuff onto the tracks. And you see them again, almost like those power nodules you saw in the canopy above start to blip and glow across the sort of metal track as you're sort of heading towards it. So you need to somehow avoid whatever these power nodules might be doing on the ground and try and get ahead of null range, essentially. So I'm going to put on the shared progress. I'm going to put I'll put danger back on there again. That's a that's a good one. I would like to go next just because the faster I get my board fixed, the faster I'm not weighing down Janora's board and mm-hmm. she can do what she needs to do. It looks very cool, like, you know, Pinball flips over their board and, like, opens it up and, like, starts doing things and, like, sparks are flying. Mm -hmm. And Maddie is, like, going in after and actually fixing things. Like, Pinball's not doing anything. They're just making, like, sparks come out because that looks cool and it looks like they're doing something. But they're fully not. Maddie's doing most of the work. Absolutely. And, yeah, you and and I guess at one point you're using the repair kit and Maddie sort of just takes it from you. Let an expert do this. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so it's a 1d6 plus 2d6 because you're always running that, and then plus another 2d6 because thanks to the help from people helping. Okay. All right. So the highest I have is a three, but I do get a style point because I got doubles. Hey. So it does look cool. It does look cool. <laughs> you just don't fix your board. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more time, you think. Like, Matty is like, maybe you are doing more damage than is good. So Matty, it's taking Matty a bit longer to put stuff together. What I'd say is, well, you don't drop anything. You don't lose anything. I think Janora, again, is trying to sort of maneuver you both again, you know, being a bit slower than the, than the other three. So it's going to take you a little bit more time to get it fixed. Yeah, I think, though, Janora, since we're both pretty experienced hoverboarders and we've worked together in the past, I think if you're at any point, if you're trying to avoid something, I can definitely work with you on that. And so I can give you like a teammate boost anytime you're trying to do maneuverability stuff. That makes sense. I feel like we've practiced together a lot. Janora, do you want to go next then? Yeah, we're behind the other three. So I wanted to see if I could use my drone, Binbon, to mm-hmm. f- kind of fly ahead and see if, I don't know, can they report back to me? Can I yeah, see if they can report back to me yeah. through some cool, I don't know yeah. why I'm using so many visuals on an audio thing, but. I mean, could you, you've got your phone, so you probably would just ping back to your phone, perhaps. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what should I roll? It's not, I mean, I guess. To understand what you're getting back, because you're having to deal with a lot of things just now. True. Like you, you know, so I guess it's just to make sure what you get. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to get any help from Binbon on what is coming up so that I know like a split second ahead of time, which way to go since Pinball and I are together right now mm-hmm. with a broken good. board. So I'd say damaged, not broken, just mildly damaged. Well, yes. Um, that, that's bit tiny, tiny. <laughs> right. Uh, so, it's, uh, so it's 1d6. I don't think I'm not you're... trying to look cool. No, I think it's just a 1d6. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, let's do it. Five. Five. So you succeed, but there is a problem. So what I'd say, you sort of send out the drone and it sort of starts to fly up and it sort of ascends. And so you can see all this. So you can see the arm continues up. You see the two sort of uh, null range 
much nicer hoverboards than everyone else's are sort of coasting up again doing that horrible sort of uh hare and tortoise type thing so they're slowing down to see what happens mm-hmm. uh, and you see all these sort of nodules that are starting to blink ever so slightly but because of the way your drone is you can see beyond where the arm sort of attaches to the huge sort of metal carcass i guess of this this huge robot you can mm-hmm. see just in the distance there is almost like where you think the sort of the breastplate would be where it sort of meets there is a little podium and on top of that is a flag which again with through the cool sort of drone going enhance enhance the image gets clearer and clearer and clearer and you see on it it says panic in great big orange letters and you think that is the flag that you need to get okay but there is a problem behind you you hear Dudes, wait up, bruh! It's me, AJ! <laughs> Can't forget your good friend, AJ! And you see AJ starts to coast along next to you, and they grab your board and okay. doing basically, you know, the, in every 80s film there is, where they grab onto the back of thing and start skating along behind you, dragging you back even further. Oh boy, okay. And you said it's a metal bridge now, is that right? Yeah, think of it as like, it's basically a giant robot that's been half buried in sort of the ground and then trees have grown up above it. So you are sort of coasting along the sort of the forearm and you just got over the sort of elbow bit and then there is like a line of power nodules which may go off at some point. I want to jump the power nodules. Damn straight you do. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing can stop me. So uh, yeah, I think think maybe I was going to see the power nodules and see um, the... Power Knolls? Is that the name? Yeah, and um, just smirk and be like, is this what you got? And just like, as soon as they get closer to like the line of power nodules, just kicks off the board and tries to do like a um, 360 twist, like flip, and then like try to land on the other side. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, 1d6. I'd say you're you're trying to look cool, so you're, try- you're trying to show off, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's another d6. I think attitude. You, you can yeah, add, add a kick to that. Add the kick. Uh, so that's a, that's just kick. your last kick. Yeah, it's good. So it's 2d6. Six and a five. Nice. So you succeed. Again, movie montage moment. You sort of kick off and you're like, woohoo. And again, because you've got first person camera. Again, you just see if they didn't have their face masks on and the, they'd probably be like, what the fuck? Like, but of course it's so cool. They're not seeing it. But again, you sort of flip up. And as you sort of flip up, you can start to see a couple of them are starting to flash even brighter. And they're starting to go off one by one. But you managed to overcome the blast. So it looked really fucking cool as you are just not looking back at this explosion. So I'm gonna oh, say I'm looking back at explosions. Exactly. So I think, yeah, I'm gonna you can mark one more style for that. But the power nodules have sort of have started to go off. So there is a lot of explosions, but there's also a lot of smoke as well. So people's behind you who have yet to come through, their sort of uh, visibility has completely clouded over. And I want to, if if I can just state it now, I want to mm-hmm. try to use that as a way to help my teammates behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, just letting it out there. Cool. If they need smoke, they, they can use it. <laughs> Sounds good. I want to help Janora jump off their board onto mine mm-hmm. to force AJ like basically to get slapped in the face <laughs> with their board <laughs> so that we can then like duck under all this explosion that Bam Bam has set off and go through the smoke on my board albeit maybe slightly slower than before but that, that they can get all jacked up I like that so it's 1d6 you are using your smarts because you're like well there's some dead weight here we need to push them off. 
And I think you you realize as well because pinball is fixing their board, so their board is getting. It's I'd say yeah. at this point the board is fine, so you can you can pinball you you can easily move on to your board. You're just going to be a lot slower because you're trying to fix that. So you're not going to be pushed back with AJ. I'd say if this is season mm-hmm. up. So I think Jessica. So you've got one d six. You can add a, an attitude, either dice or kick if you want. Uh, yeah, I want to add a dice. All right, so two d six. I got a four and a five. Excellent. So you succeed, but there's a problem. <laughs> so I'd say, uh, so you do succeed. So Lazy Bunny takes another uh, yeah. one down. Die, bunnies, die. <laughs> what? Bunny. Game bunnies. Game bunnies. Game bunnies, of course. <laughs> so yeah, you sort of do that. Maybe you even kick uh, Janora's board slightly. Uh, and it sort of hits, it goes over. He's holding the board still. He flips over and lands sort of almost uh, ass over kettle sort of onto the ground. <laughs> And then not only does one board hit him, but another board, <laughs> his own board hits him. It's like, whoa, not cool, bro. I think I've got like double concussion. Whoa. Good. That's not excellent. <laughs> you sort of power through the, uh, through the smoke and stuff like that. Would it make sense that like either I or Maddie then is able to grab her board, Janora's board, as it's like after it's hit? Uh, you could um, do that. Bunny? Or there, I know Janora has her hard light board as well. Uh, mm-hmm. which which she could use as well but, oh. i mean it, it, you, you can totally do that i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say holding two boards is gonna weigh you down even more like, <laughs> like already... in the future we have a uh, board pinging so that like it just homes right back to you oh my goodness away yeah from you. <laughs> it sort of like, dematerializes yes um, yes yeah cool uh, janora is definitely gonna tell jessica about where the flag is so that we can nice head that way very very good what's canon up to <laughs> I guess Pinball's doing okay and is making, like, is anybody stressed, kind of left behind yet? Only Pinball is sort of behind. They're still trying to fix their board. Everyone else has managed to get through the sparks and stuff. And you can feel actually underneath you, the ground is starting to shake. You think these whole power modules have sort of sheared through this metal track. And at any point, it's going to start to fall. Okay, can I, if you accept it, then ball, essentially tell you, hey, like, hitch a ride with me and kind of grit my teeth and kind of try to wade through the smoke, remembering what Bam Bam did to kind of avoid all those obstacles. I, I'll definitely work with you on that one. Okay. Awesome. 1d6. I think that's an attitude thing as well, because obviously you're yep. like, Vince, so you can add, yep, add another dice. All right, 2d6. All right. Um, and I'll definitely work with you on maneuverability, so, like, if you want to throw another one in there for teamwork. Perfect, 3d6. Okay. Thank you. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, the one, two, and two, so the highest oh, is a two. Oh, no! Okay. Uh, right. As you are sort of hanging back to be like, pinball, grab, and then you're starting to go there, you can see, like, yeah, you, you're getting there, you're getting there, but you're just just too slow. And suddenly you hear a horrible, horrific creaking noise. You can hear metal on metal sort of, ah, sort of starting to crunch. And slowly but surely, the edge of this arm starts to fall away from me, and you just miss the sort of edge of it and you two are now in not free fall but you are slowly but surely you managed to stop i guess before the edge but this whole bit of the arm is starting to fall down with gravity and the angle it's you're gonna have to think of something clever to get try and get back up 
uh, to the thing, but you are falling down. And as you sort of, again, not necessarily don't want to describe looking down per se, but you know if you've looked down, there is a big drop. And as we've discussed before, hoverboards don't fly. So... Hang on! <laughs> as, I, as I slowly start pointing up my gravity cannon yeah. for the next turn. <laughs> You're like, wait one turn! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other side, so yeah, Janora and Jessica and Bam Bam, you've sort of made your way through the thing. You are starting to pass by null range at this point, and... Like Jessica and Janora, you know where the flag is, but you have just heard this horrific noise behind you. And you know time is slipping away. It's been about another 20 seconds or so. So we're now at sort of one minute 20. So your choice now is to either go grab the flag or maybe go and help your friends or do something with null range. What's the plan? I mean, I have my hard light board so we can kind, we can split and do both. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jessica, which one do you want to do? Do you want to get the flag and I'll go back and help? Or do you want to, which way do you want to? Um, I think I want to get the flag. Okay. All right, you get the flag. You're going to go help. And then I guess I'll distract the, the null. Ooh, nice. All right, so you got sort of vague plans. Who wants to go first? Who, who's tackling what problem? I think I'll, I'll handle the nerds first. The nerds? That's not what they're called. <laughs> That's what the game I was calling them now. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> they, spent no so lo- they spent so long putting up their reputation. They have yeah, and we're going to knock it down in seconds. Yes. No, we video are proof. They are nerds. They are. <laughs> nerds. No. <laughs> All right. All right, Bam Bam, what are you going to do to tackle these nerds? Are they still standing there, or are they trying to go out to the flag now, too? They, they've realized that they should not have stayed as long as they did. They their job as sort of sabotaging is done they're turning around and seeing that you folks have clocked where the flag is they're going to try and speed up to catch you up essentially bam is going to try to cut them off mm-hmm. and um i don't know do like a like a sick like turn stop right in front of them yeah and just like be like what's up friends <laughs> where are you going <laughs> He's constantly like moving back and forth in between. Yeah, just like, oh, oops, sorry. I'm I'm so clumsy. I'm just in your way. Like it's like, yeah, when you're walking like down a pavement and you're like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Decide which way you want to go. Like, like just being complete utter dick yeah. to them. Pretty right. much. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. All right. 1d6 i'd say you know how um they have like product placement i like the idea with your pov sort of camera you're like every time you stop you're using your your runners to be like hey what's going on and you're like what these skid mode runners oh how did you know i think because my my skid modes actually like lock into because you know they stick to my board Mm -hmm. they're actually like just like "Ah." (laughs) 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 so yes it's 1d6 uh, you can add one of the either D6 or turbos to your... Um, uh, sorry, kicks D6. D6. Yeah. All right, 2D6. That's a two. Ooh, do. <laughs> a two? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Okay, so... I love that. Give it to me. <laughs> I will. So you're like, hey, stop that. And you can just see null range. Again, because they've got helmets on, you can't see it, but you can feel their rage, their sort of pure annoyance. One of them gets their phones, uh, probably Isoldi, who's slightly shorter than Lee, dials onto it, and they go, they're here. The cheetahs are here. you got to come right away. And then drops their phone. And as they drop their phone, there's almost like a beam that comes out. And there's a proper, like, again, your camera catches it. It's like a woo, 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 woo. As, and I'm not kidding, 
trans-dimensional patrols start coming, <laughs> the signal as they start coming down to try and stop this disturbance in the golden jungle. <laughs> oh, snap. You <laughs> so, brought the pigs, man? What the hell? <laughs> They say something equally cool that I will put back in an edit. I don't know. <laughs> Brilliant. We'll go for uh, Jessica first. We'll see. We'll get the flag stuff done first before we come back to the rest of the group. So, Jessica, how are you getting towards the flag? Okay, so exactly where's the flag again? It's like, so you can see it now that Janora sort of pointed it out with the drone. You come towards the sort of shoulder top part of this huge okay. robot. And then you can see in the center where the breastplate is, there's like a little like a little stage full of branding. Everything about this thing is horrifically branded. There's like lights and spotlights. And it's like, it's, you know, it's really annoying because this clearly was like a beauty spot. And it, clearly some horrible branding marketing PR person just like, we'll put it right here <laughs> so that everyone can rush towards it. Um, but yeah, right in the center of this breastplate. Uh, I think I'm just going to go as fast as I can directly to the flag. All right. Are you doing anything cool or, or, or like a, or styling up or like because I'm thinking of like if you're doing any lateral thinking or anything like that or your smarts? I'm going to use my smarts. I'm going to lay down on my hoverboard to be as aerodynamic as possible to go as fast as humanly possible. There we go. <laughs> like, like slide down like a, almost like yeah. a bobsleigh. Yeah. It. So like, and that way I like I fully have my two arms like ready to go to grab this thing. Excellent. So it's one d six. You can choose your a d six or your kick for your attitude. I think that looks cool as well. Um, yeah. I'll be cool. You'll be cool. I'll be cool. All right. I got a three. A three. Okay. So as you are starting to make your way across it, it's very bumpy where you are, and you're like, like as you're sort of going through it, you are quicker. And you're getting up to it, but you soon realize that around this sort of stand where this flag is there's like a lot of um how can i put it like uh let's say laser barbed wires because it's it's sci-fi i don't know um yeah. and you sort of realize that oh maybe they need just to protect the flag from like i don't know the local wildlife you, you've seen some dinosaurs and stuff coming across you know the two-headed sure. four-legged things they just take a flag if they saw it so there's a lot of like laser barbed wire coming up in your direction mm -hmm. and it's very low <laughs> Let's go for Genora. How are you going to save your friends? Um, what situation are they in again? I, so are you on yeah. the same board? Pinball's holding on to uh, Cannon's board. There's a lot of words in there that I didn't expect to use today. <laughs> <laughs> so grabbing on to sort of get hitch a ride. But as a result, they are sliding down the broken half of this arm going towards the chasm below. Yeah, so I want to go help... Can I tell if Pinball's board is fixed yet, or does it still look like Maddie's working on it? It's still taking some time. Again, you maybe get to the, to the edge, and again, in sure. super slow-mo, you can see that the, they are sort of cruising down. You can see the board. It's it's sort of flashing, but you, they think you might need another roll or something like that to see if it, it gets okay. to work again. So I will just try to get them up back on the right path first, and then we can go from there. Okay, so how I do you wanna... do that then? Oh, duh. I have my hard light board. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm just going to create a path for them to go to follow back so that they're right on the... So, uh, yeah, so you, you could, like, jump off one and get onto the bottom. And using the hard light, it sort of creates almost like, um, uh, yeah. like a rainbow road sort of path. Yes. Awesome. All right. So that is 1d6. You can check one of the things for your hard light board as well, if you want to add a dice or a kick. I'll add a die. 
2d6. 2d6, yeah. I was going to say it's a purple hard light if it succeeds, but now it's Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. It could be whatever you like. Six. Uh, Six. Uh, Two sixes. Uh, amazing. <laughs> so describe how cool this looks then, Janora. Like you, you sort of leap off. Yeah, I think Janora leaps off and then uh, it looks like she's going to free fall, but she creates a rainbow road, clearly with no sides. So it looks <laughs> very dangerous and cool. There might be like an unnecessary loop in there. Of course. You know? Of- yeah meets up with them and they can follow it nice so um, we're all back on the same path and what i'll say as well you, i'll let you mark another one point in style because you are helping your your team to come Yay. back onto the board as well canon and pinball you are <laughs> you just see this witness this amazing feat from Janora, and you can easily get back up onto the board i think maybe now uh maybe pinball what are you trying to do to fix your board i guess is what i want to know i think what pinball's gonna do is let maddie take care of it just like kind of hands off it (laughs) but i think to to sort of give maddie the time to work and also um to feel like they're contributing at all Mm -hmm. um you know they can sort of tell that we're probably getting near the end of where we need to be because they like it it feels like it's been about a minute and a half maybe Mm -hmm. um somewhere in that ballpark so they're they have a watch that is um lets them find like the the thin patches between mm-hmm. dimensions. So I think they're going to try and start finding their exit for the team. Very good. Very very good. So for that you need 1d6. 2d6 you're always because you're just so chill. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it for you. Okay. Cool. I got a 5. Nice. So you succeed, but there's a problem. You are looking like, again, you, you're asking Matty to finish up, and I'll say because you let Matty just take over and do it. Matty just goes, board is fixed. Please take care. <laughs> it might not last. And you're like, fine, whatever. <laughs> Get on. Like <laughs> Backpack mode. And you check your watch, and you're, you're trying to triangulate where it is. You do see it. It is very close. You think, ah, oh, it's next to... And as you're sort of racing up the sort of the rainbow road created by Janora, you sort of see it. There is almost just on the other side of where the the flag is, there is like faint sort of glimmer or faint sort of shimmer in the air. You think that's where it is, but it's very weird. The way it's sort of, it's almost like as if it's just sort of phasing in and out of existence. You're not sure how long and how stable it will be, I guess. Okay, I'm going to shoot a quick like text to everyone to that effect, basically. Nice. Portal outs just beyond the flag. Seeing as how pinball is, um, pinball's hoverboard and everything's fixed and we're on our way, I think maybe to help us all speed up a little towards the flag, I'm going to try to aim my gravity cannon just above the flag so we kind of, I guess, are pulled towards it. Oh, because are you like reversing the gravity so that yeah. the gravity is in the flag? Yeah. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Cool. I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this, but <laughs> you if you don't know, how how on earth are we gonna know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's to help us all kind of like to help us, I guess, speed up or go faster because we're being pulled towards it. Mm-hmm. Um so as I kind of shoot the gravity cannon, I kind of want to kind of kick my heels and kind of like race towards it. 
like so, turbo kind of like getting the momentum to kind of just go there i guess if you imagine it like an old-fashioned sort of like grappling hook it's like you, yeah. you click at it and then you it pulls you towards it so you're using that i'd say you probably want to get everyone to do it but you certainly get yourself closer to it i think okay because we all have to head there anyway in that direction you do need to make up some ground as well because you were trying to help and stuff so i'd let you do that so okay so let's do uh 1d6 i think it's just 1d6 i'm afraid yeah yeah uh no yeah no <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> oh dear so there's a problem um oh, no. so what happens is the you sh- go to shoot your gravity cannon and you think this is it this is going to help you and then there's a moment as you as you're going to do it and you're ready to click it a hand comes out and just bashes it away you drop your gravity cannon and you turn and you see null range has sort of tried to catch up and speed up and they've just like slapped it out of your hand and it is lost in the undergrowth of the robotic giant co- uh, covers. Not gravity cannon. <laughs> it's your gravity cannon. It's gone. <laughs> and they are now side by side with you. Hello, D, dumb. <laughs> they say something even cooler back but they can't think of it right now. So it'll come in in the edit. (laughs) As we sort of see this sort of state of play just now. So you have Jessica who's racing straight towards the flag, sort of again, bobsleigh like style mode, but with the lasers sort of coming out. You have Bam Bam sort of messing back and forth with null range, but unfortunately has now called upon the trans uh, dimensional patrols to come and almost surround you guys about to arrest you for cheating in quotation marks on this track. We have managed to save our friends though, thanks to Genora getting us onto the rest of the arm and finding where the exit is, but it is getting, let's say there's a lot of stuff going on. So let's go around one last time. How are we, let's, let's start with Jessica. So again, you've got the laser barbed wires sort of coming towards you. How are you going to sort of uh, traverse this and get to the flag? Um, I'm definitely going to stand up now. Okay. <laughs> let's see. I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to use my ray gun to just start shooting at the, the barbed wire to like zap it out of my way. Like almost like cut it. And so see, yeah. if it, see if it falls down. Yeah, to try and get like a more clear cut path. Let's do it. That's a 1d6. Mm-hmm. I think you're using your smarts as well because you're not barreling into it. So no. that's a 1d6. Yeah, smarts, uh, you can use to add another d6 or you can add okay. for a kick if you want. <sighs> Ooh, a six and a four. Nice. You stand up and you sort of get your ray gun out and you cut it. And it's really cool. You managed to just cut two slices and it's laser barbed wire. So it's like sort of shooting across. And as you cut through it, the laser sort of stays there. And the laser in the middle where you've cut just falls to the ground. Uh, but the laser sort of stays there and you sort of swish your way through. Yeah, straight through. And you're there next to the flag. I'm guessing you grab it and have it ready to go. Am I supposed to just take the flag? <laughs> Ideally. I mean, right, you, could, so, you could take I, a selfie I, with it. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Of course. I have my phone. I take the selfie with it. So I'm the first <laughs> one to the flag. So, <laughs> and then I take said flag because it's mine now. All right. Then we'll go for Bam Bam. It's almost weird. This whole sort of run, there's been lots of running and chasing and stuff like that. And now you've kind of stopped and you're like, ha I'm getting one up on the rival gang. But then suddenly the whole sky is filled with like patrols. And then there's definitely someone with a megaphone that's saying like, give it up now. Sticklers underscore 
one yeah is that what is says bob that's what it says bob okay sticklers underscore one you are under arrest for cheating in a slug blaster run like stop stop chasing stop running <laughs> and you see people still you can see the lazy bunnies like all what was left of them i started bolting in the other direction and you could hear them sort of saying like nah bro defund the police man <laughs> this is not cool <laughs> you know so they're running off in their own direction now what would you like to do I think Bam Bam's just gonna like you know taking it in with the GoPro on their on their head mm. and it's like sorry man you can't stop the run <laughs> like <laughs> catch me at the end and then they just book it towards the flag and nice. if they need to like run with like get off the hoverboard for a second like run up a wall or whatever like they'll do whatever they can to get around this blockade or whatever that's there there's definitely some patrols coming in and out on their own hoverboards i guess mm-hmm. so i guess what you could do is like you could sort of jump from one to another like off their sort of things and maybe sort of a grind against one yeah to add that sort okay. of i'm just points. thinking of like these old cops like they're like in their 50s and like has been on the force forever like coming down the i feel like i feel like they're not on hoverboards but they have like they're on bikes like yeah. kind of hover bikes like bike cops <laughs> Except there's like one or two because it's not enough, and they're like, I don't know how this works. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like oh god, is it like a tandem bike? Like a tandem? Oh my goodness, bike? a tandem hoverboard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bob, Bob, I don't feel this is great. I can't. I don't understand. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. do that. That sounds yeah. fun. So yeah, one d six. I think you're showing off. Oh, definitely, because I'm telling, like, I'm like showing off my ears. Like, you can't stop us, pigs. Uh. <laughs> I'd say as well because you're because again the you because you're like the way you are grinding like you were saying before how much you're using your runners you could if you want you yeah use your last uh, I mean, uh last one. last kick so it'll just give it a kick yeah so it's two d six you've got it's a five and a four so oh nice it's still a success it looks cool so I'd say mark another point so you filled up your Star I'm Trek style you're like Wah! it looks super cool like you managed to like I think by the end it's a bit like the way you envisionize sort of like when you do runs and the way you've trained you use objects to like as if it's like a half pipe right so a half pipe sorry and so you're going up and down and you're just hitting one person after another and then the final one you do almost like a, a 180 over the top and then you just land go in between the laser barbed wire and then you're there next to jessica and you're like woohoo like and you like you got your your gopro and you're like woohoo like turning around like maybe finger guns maybe dabbing every so often yeah <laughs> do all the cool things oh like, uh, yes i do i do what the kids do is like a dab like that's <laughs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> I hate myself. It's awful. <laughs> but yeah, you are by the flag, and you will have also got this message from uh, Pinball saying that the tear in uh, time and reality is on the other side, but it is glitching at quite a speed. So if I see Bam Bam and Jessica together at where the flag is, and they mm-hmm. have the flag already, yeah, Janora's going to try to get there too, so that we can hopefully all get there and take a selfie before we leave. I have an escort. <laughs> That's true. So are my obstacles the bike cops? <laughs> so you've got bike cops. You've also got cannons certainly in between uh, two of the null range uh, folk, sort of in between that. So they have to battle between that out as well. I mean, you could easily sort of go ahead. You've got your hard light board as well activated. I forgot. I'm glad you said that. Um, 
I will, I want to help Cannon first. I'm not going to leave a teammate mm-hmm. with two, two rivals. Do you want to work together on this one, Miriam? Yeah, for sure. Okay. As I'm heading towards you, do I see you starting to do anything uh, that I can help with? Or do you want me just to try to help in my own way? I don't have any plan at the moment because okay. most of it involved gun using my gravity cannon. Oh, what a shame. Um, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But Fiona, I, I feel like that wasn't genuine. <laughs> oh I, no. It's my British British accent. Don't worry about it. Like. <laughs> I I do have an idea of maybe trying to distract or fake them out by pulling out my reality cannon that I know is out of charges essentially and Ooh. pretend it's another gravity cannon. Okay. I think I'm going to try if I see them starting to do that and hope that no rain will be no range no range yeah. they're called yeah no range will be distracted i think i'm going to try to knock one of them off their hoverboard as Ooh, i go by nice all right yeah one i think it's just one yeah 1d6 okay yeah go for it five five yes so you succeed but there's a problem all right we'll come to the problem okay. in a second so yeah you're so you're trying to take out one of the uh null range people that's what you said right yes we see Cannon go, oh, lost that Cannon. Good thing I've got this one and start pulling out the other one. And again, if you could see Null Ranges, like if they didn't have their masks on, they'd probably go, wait, what? <laughs> like that, but because they're so very cool headed. But as you're doing that, Cannon, you see Jinora just go, straight across and again almost like rugby tackle again there's a lot of rugby tackling in this game i don't know yes. why. <laughs> yeah it's good and you sort of tackle them i'm guessing are you just tackling them off their board or are you tackling them like are you taking them with you do you know like onto your board or no i don't want to bring them with me okay. wait if i if i knock them off the board are they just gonna fall yeah well, I don't want to end anyone. So can I instead... Well, they're, 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 sorry, they're, they're, it's like on the cusp of the, the shoulder thing, so they're not going to fall into the chasm. I'll say that. Oh, then fall. I want to yeah, knock yeah, them yeah. off their board. Okay, yeah, fine. Okay, okay. No, sorry. I re- I realized that, people. No, I, re- I, realized, <laughs> I realized I hadn't described where exactly you were. I was like, oh, no, you're not going to... No, don't be okay, saying go. Like, they basically just eat dirt. Like, you just, you just sort of... With your hardboard light as well, you probably just like careen them into the ground. They sort of hit, and as you continue on, they try and look up, and maybe they bash their head on the hard light uh, rainbow road that you've created behind yes. you. So they're like, yeah. Ah, so they're like, down for an extra second. I like yeah, they're that. like, whoa, and maybe they have their own little birds and and confusion ray uh, above them <laughs> as well. We'll go back to uh, cannon just now. So you pulled out this, pulled out your other cannon, and what what are you trying to do? I'm trying to either. I think distract them. So if they're going to try to bat the gun out of my hand, I just kind of elbow tackle them and knock them off. Mm -hmm. Because considering they did that the first time, I'm hoping the second time they try to essentially bat it off my hand. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. So they're trying to go for it. Okay, cool. So you got 1d6. What else can you do? Because yeah, your round cannon is out of charges. Well, I do have one more die left from Grit, and I feel like this is kind of a... I am girding my loins, trying to <laughs> make it to the finish line. Yeah, this and is like hope a, a that this gambit yeah. works. Yeah, it's like an all or nothing type thing, isn't it? Yeah. All right, two d six, go for it. A five. Five, nice. So you succeed, but there's a problem. Um, so yeah, you manage to like 
throw the other person to I'll probably lead this person. You throw to their arms sort of wave like one of those horrific uh, blow up things outside a car dealership <laughs> yeah. um, as they fall <laughs> to the ground. And then you start booking it again. You can see where everyone else is sort of appearing onto the onto the final stand. But as you sort of are getting there, you just see one tandem hoverboard appear in your way <laughs> as Bob and Bob are sort of sort of sat there and they're like, no. Young person, stop right now. We we have you surrounded. Who is Stickler underscore? Who calls themselves? And they're arguing between themselves, but your path to, to the stand is currently blocked. I think since Pinball is pretty much the farthest behind, what they're going to do is they are going to... They still have Maddie. Yep. So they're going to do some really fancy hoverboard tricks to try and get as close to the flag as possible in a short amount of time. So like they're going to use Maddie as like a counterweight almost to make turns even sharper, um, to get the board higher in the air than they would be able to normally, just like trying to throw their weight around a little bit more than they usually would be able to. So I am... You are chill. Yes, I'm trying to look cool doing this as well. All right, cool. So yeah, you'll get style if you success, but problems will be worse. So yeah, you're rolling two d6 currently. And I got a five. Nice. You do have a problem, but you mark one point of star. Nice. Using Matty as your sort of counterweight, as you were saying, yeah, you're starting to do the proper like handbrake turns, essentially. Again, like as you're, oh, what's it? You're basically drifting in between these sort of like, oh, that's it. Whereas Bam Bam was using it, using the, sorry, the trans uh, dimensional patrol to jump off, you're just going around them like like cones, essentially. But they are hard. And you were keeping up the speed and building it up as you're doing so. The problem, though, is that as you come around the last bend, you see your fellow uh, cannon is coming straight at the same time. You are both going to collide at the point because obviously cannons had to slow down because the two hover- the hoverboard Bob and Bob were sort of there, and you, you were going to come past it, and you were about to collide with cannon. So that's where we are. Uh, cool. So what I'd say is that those people who are on the podium, so that is Jessica, Janora, and Bam Bam, you can see this sort of happening. Your two friends, they are catching up to you. The time is slipping away. You think you have 10 seconds uh, to get onto your predicted time of 1 minute 55 seconds, but 15 seconds if you want to try and beat the record. And But you can see the the, the way that the, um, the portal is shifting and spluttering. You don't know how long that's going to hold for as well, and it might be some time before you can find another portal back to Hillview. And what I'd say as well, that basically your hoverboards have something called end stabilizers on them. So they're the ones that you can activate to go into portals. That's what you used to get here in the first place. So everyone can get through. You don't need one person to do it. But remember, it's the last person across the finishing line that counts for the time. So this is the final problem. How are you going to get your two sticklers underscore one crewmates across the finish line, essentially? Bam, bam. You go first. What are you thinking? I'm thinking. <laughs> I, my bad, but what are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> kind of think that Bam Bam might go back for them and try to just grab their boards and just like haul it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, try to like just give them like a big old boost. So you got Bob and Bob, the hoverboard transdimensional patrol cops in the way. Um, so you're going to like, I don't know, you're going to try and like. Oh, they're, oh, the Bobs are in the way? The bo- Yeah, the two Bobs are in the way. Okay. I think I'm going to try to get the bobs out of the way. So I think I'm going to distract. 
have them chase me for a hot second. I don't know, like... Do you want to try to use Binbon or the drone? Oh, yeah, we can try to use... Yeah, we can use Binbon. Like, mm-hmm. maybe Binbon, like, gets in their face or something, or... Nice, so yeah. So I don't you... want to take over your plan, though. I just... No, 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 that's a better plan than what I was going to do. How about this? How about this? I think, uh, Jessica, if you're happy to help with this, so, Jessica, you can probably get uh, the, the drone to sort of come in, maybe around the <laughs> track, and you have... And then maybe Bam Bam is... In typical Bam Bam, so it's like, hey, whoa, what's the police doing? Oh, my goodness, they're harassing these poor innocent people. They're just... We're just trying to have a ride, man. What the yeah. hell? Like... What the hell? This is so typical of trans-dimensional patrol behavior. <laughs> Very political, I know, but <laughs> basically you're just shouting to distract them, I'd say. Lenore has been bun, right? Is that the... Yeah. yeah, I can give you a die, I think. Can I do that, Fiona? Give her... Yeah, okay, that's perfect. exactly what I was thinking. That way so. you can use bin bun however you see fit. Okay. So, yeah, so Bam Bam, you have 1d6. You're getting help from Janora, so that's 2d6. I don't think I'm looking cool, but... Um, you know, I mean... You know, I'm showing off. You're kind it's of... funny, because I have a move called Look Cool, and then my show-off says, anytime you try to look cool. <laughs> I mean, you could oh, try... Interesting. You could try and look cool, um, but uh, like yeah. I said, the, I mean... You, I think you... I'm trying to be, like, a rap political, like, anti, like, oh, look at these cops doing their thing again. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I'd say that's quite cool, because then you're, like, you don't have to show up, like... It's like those there's influencers who are like oh this is a real problem that i've just found out five minutes ago uh and you should all know about it it's like the expert after not knowing anything about it so i'll give Mm -hmm. you 3d6 for that okay i got a six Oh, nice, nice. The other ones were one and a two so uh whoa (laughs) (laughs) um so the bobs Again, I get. I like the idea. Like you said, they are sort of slightly uh, old-fashioned, slightly older on this tandem hoverboard, and they're like, "What, you kids? Bob, Bob, we're gonna. It's forget these ones. It's the ones on the podium. They're they're the ringleaders behind it. That that one. That and then the drone is sort of buzzing around their sort of their heads, and they're like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop recording! Stop! We do not consent to being recorded. Wait, is this being live streamed? You know." And then so they're starting to direct questions at you. So they are distracted from the other two who are still going to collide into each other unless someone does something about it. Well, I did what I could. <laughs> you did gr- You did a great job. Let's go for Jessica. What are you thinking? I'm going to go push one of them out of the way. You're just going to leap off? Wait, I'm going to take my hoverboard and I'm going to uh, push one of the other team members out of the way. Which one? Um, what are their names again? <laughs> Canada, it's not my Pimble. team. It's... Oh, 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 the uh, so 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 I will say the trans dimensional patrol is not a rival team. <laughs> they, oh, okay. they are the police. I'm gonna push one of them. They're the popo. I'm gonna push the popo out of the way. Sorry, Sorry that's, that's I was brilliant. Confu- I was I was confusing them with our rivals. No, I'm pushing the police out of the way. I mean, they are technically a rival to you, but they're, they are... <laughs> they're not a part of the race. <laughs> Sorry. But they're in our way. I'm pushing them out of the way. You're pushing them out of the way. So you're going to go through it and like sort of shove Bob and Bob. Uh-huh. Off of her. Sounds what? good. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So so 1d6. You're using your smarts, I'm guessing. <laughs> is this smart? I don't know I... if this is smart. I'm asking you. <laughs> It's definitely cool. It's definitely cool. cool. All right, so I think it's 1d6 then. It's 1d6. Five. Oh, but it, it succeeds, but there's a problem. And and you mark one style as well. 
So yeah, it's again a very cinematic moment. You just grab up your hoverboard, you maybe do a quick sick flip off the off the thing between the laser barbed wire, and you just sort of shoulder barge the barbs oh. out of the way. Yep. And they sort of start to tail spin slightly after when they're like, hey, what are you doing, kid? Bob, Bob, I know, Bob, I'm trying. I didn't put the handbrakes on or something like that. <laughs> they start sort of doing their own sort of um, donuts, but very, very slow as you're sort of just pushing them out of the way and you manage to get back. So the obstacle is gone. They are still um, they are still possibly going to collide. Janora, what are you thinking? The path is clear. The path is clear for the teammates to get to the flag pole yes. where we are. Yes. But Jessica still has the flag. Uh, yes, correct. But it's okay. more, these two are still colliding and it's obviously if they collide they're going to stop then the trans-dimensional police hang on the trans-dimensional patrol will probably mm-hmm. capture them and then mm-hmm. you, like i said you need all five of you to cross the finish line in order to win okay pinball and cannon are about to collide yes how do i stop this <laughs> i mean you don't have can to stop I... this but you could you could like i don't know you can do something to help them not collide you see what i mean you might not be able to stop them colliding but you might be able to help them get back yeah i want to i don't know how to describe this but i want to get to before they meet and be able to grab one and kind of spin them right so that they're going back to the right direction but that they miss colliding i don't know if that makes any sense i can see it in my head if you go onto your board and you just, again, it's a bit like what Bam Bam was doing earlier with Lee, grabbing and then just turning. I think yes. you can easily do that. So I think, would you be going towards, I'm guessing, because uh, the way uh, pinball is going around, you probably go to pinball and then just like pull and just yes. just basically go from uh, horizontal to vertical yep. <laughs> to try and get in the thing. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's fine. 1d6, you're... I'd say you, yeah. it's, an atti- it's an attitude thing. Um, I'll you, throw you a dice as well, because, I'm again, I'm not going to be fighting you on this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. you're just like, hey, thanks for helping. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for this. This is really cool, because you're so chill. Mm-hmm. Six, three, three. Nice, right, a six, though, so you succeed. So, very cool. Uh, you mark an, another style, because you're, you're helping. You pull it, and there's a moment where... You're like, oh, it's not going to work. When you get pinball and you sort of sh- mm-hmm. shift them, their hoverboard hits into cannons. There's almost a moment, uh, but because you've reduced it, they're going the same direction now. Uh, you, I would just say you swiftly sort of hop onto one of theirs so you're not suddenly run over by two hoverboards at the same time, and they are both going towards the stand with the flag on. So I'd say you're at the stand, but the trans-dimensional patrols and stuff, the whole area is surrounded by the police. You can't see where the lazy bunnies have gone. You can't see where null range are. We've still got pinball and cannon. So I want to know for you two, how are you going to get the rest of this team through the portal, essentially? What are you What are you going to do? There's no time for a selfie. <laughs> no. Um, no. We take a selfie at the finish line. Exactly. Yeah. After we crossed it. <laughs> Diana, question about Maddie. Sure. Can his arms extend out? Yes. Cool. Then I think what Pinball wants to do is sort of like have like throw Maddie so that he's his arms are stretching out. So he's almost like a rope for everyone to grab onto. Mm -hmm. So we can all be towed in at the same time. Nice. 2d6 uh, and you're getting help as well so that's 3d6 tell me what you get i got a five nice 
you manage to get Matty in, and Matty's like, go, go, Matty arms. And they all start to <laughs> expand. They sort of are grabbing. And did you say you were throwing towards, sorry, the portal or, or just uh, to like the closest um, I'm, um I'm trying to throw it. I feel like I'm farther back than most people. So I'm like throwing it towards, yeah, towards the portal so that everybody in between can sort of grab it and we can all go Perfect. at once. So what I'd say is that Matty's arm, it's flung out so far and the way it sort of snakes is almost like um, one of those, uh, like, a, oh, I can't remember what they're called now, but yeah, it just stretches and stretches and stretches and it hits. Also like the little sticky stretchy things that you just toss and they smack against the wall and you get- Exactly that, 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 yeah, exactly. It's like one of those, uh, <laughs> and you just, it, it goes, and it goes through the portal itself, I'd say, and you just hear a, <laughs> It's a weird thing where you hear the noise, it thumps, and then it, it it's almost sort of thumps and echoes as if it hits several different verses at the same time. You're like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Canon, as sort of the final sort of action, we'll say for this, um, what is it that you're going to do to get everyone across into the portal? If anything, I know it's canon, so we might just be here. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to start... Uh, start singing the one song on that i have on repeat yeah you know my song knows what you did in the dark you know so light it up 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 light it up up, up. <laughs> and kind of just motivate us to all get through get the power going and getting the pump because you're like here's the finale here it goes all right let's do it let's, let's Hit see it, bam bam <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's a 1d6 yeah 1d6 can i help with the music Oh, yeah, absolutely. 2d6. <laughs> <laughs> Motivational music. Oh, good, because that's a six and a four. <laughs> I helped. You did help. So the scene is, it is, it's been a wild under two minutes. Uh, I'd, I'd actually, you know what? I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll a dice. I want to see. So if it's odds, you got under two minutes. If it's evens, it got under one minute 55. Evens. So you did. You got it. <laughs> I know. Amazing. With that music, like, light it up, 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 light it up, up, <laughs> you, you all stop pulling your way through. Like, you're using Maddie, you're, you're kicking off, and you each do your own really cool individual trick as you hit through to this void, and you hit it. You sort of fly for a second in space. You realise that you've not come back to Hillview just yet, but you see, and above you, that you see all these different types of verses. You see one which is almost like a, a weird sort of planet. You know, when you see like a fisheye effect of a picture from above, you see a teeny tiny planet where it looks like it has like, there's pizza joints, skate parks, clubs, uh, a campus on by a beach. And it just looks so beautiful. Next to that, a little bit further away, you see something. It just looks again, like a, like almost like a triangle, the way this planet is shaped or this verse is shaped, uh, like of light. You can't see any sky or ground. There's no up or down, but it is just pure pink, a giant crystal just appearing out of one of the sides. And then off to one of the sides, well, you, you can't tell what it is. It is almost, whilst you're sort of in this sort of void space, whatever that planet is, it's just not there like it's not it's just nowhere really you see it, it is just so dull and so average that you you really have to focus on it as you pass it and see that it's just it's just boring it just seems like just nothing null if anything but then you sort of hit back into this sort of back into the color and back into life and you hit the stage at the panic energy speed run uh, annual tournament and you come back to a huge cheer as everyone is cheering and like yeah woohoo 
you hear like a couple of other people start to pass through as well. You see off to one side, you see AJ and you see Tad, who's a little bit more covered, covered in sort of soil and roots. And it's like, bro, that was sick. Fuck the transdimensional patrol! <laughs> like super loud. Everyone's cheering. You see Courtney from Slug Blaster magazine is taking loads of notes and afterwards interviews you all in that amazing American accent she has, uh, asking you all questions about your lives, asking like how, you know what your plans are next. And you just see in the back Dr. Sla, her amazing sort of coat, her hair vibing and stuff like that. It's just sort of nods with approval and maybe later has another job for you at some point. But what is interesting as you leave the stage, as you, you know, you have successfully completed your run is that null range is nowhere to be seen. And actually you don't think they actually came back from the golden jungle. We'll see what it, what happens to them maybe another time. But until then, I want to know the epilogue of what happens to your characters. So, and first you roll for your low point, roll 1d6 per trouble point you have to determine what your low point is. So you roll exactly what we've been doing. You roll that many d6 and then the highest value you have indicates your low point. And then you do the same thing, but with the style points for your high point, as it were. Let's do everyone's low point first, get that out of the way. (laughs) And just just tell me uh, what's the highest value you get from rolling all your... uh, Trouble points, essentially. Cannons gets a six, okay? Yeah. Oh, I also have a six. Pinball gets a six. Pinball has a six. Uh, five for Janora. Five for... Five and four. four. So five and four for Bam Bam and Jessica. Let's go in the opposite direction. So Jessica, you're four. So for low point, when you get four, it's a long road, a big setback, stuck in a rut, humiliated, grounded for a year, difficult changes or something comes to an end. So you can take anything from that and interpret like how your epilogue goes, essentially. I get super grounded by my parents for having participated in this, this race. They watched all the video and they did not like what they saw. They did not think I acted honorably. It's not how they raised me, so I'm super grounded. They are probably like, and what you did to Matty was unbelievable. And Matty's just like, <laughs> yeah, they tried to take Matty away from me, but like Matty just causes problems when Matty's away from me. So that didn't work out too well. <laughs> that was more of a punishment for them. So <laughs> bam, bam. Same thing for you because you rolled a five. What would be your low point? I got probation or like community, sorry, community service with the transdimensional cops for uh, giving them grief. <laughs> so they're like, okay, look, you didn't cheat, but you're very disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bob and Bob watch you yeah. over when you're doing your service. I think I'm just picking up litter on the side of uh, just some random planets I use on occasion. Like, you know, from all the slug races, the slug blaster races, they're like, all right, cool. You got to pick up the trash now, <laughs> clean them up, leave the planet better than we found it. <laughs> Definitely. And what about you, uh, Janora? Uh, I think difficult changes. I think that leading up to the run, the panic event that the group spent so much time together and we were in constant contact and we practiced together probably daily and talked daily. And then Jessica got grounded and Bam Bam had to do community service. And now we're not practicing together as much. And that's really difficult for Janora, whose whole life is, you know, riding her mm. hoverboard and slug blasting. Oh, that's so sad. 
All right, so Cannon and Pinball, so you both rolled six. So for six, it's either a lasting injury, a shattered dream, a future you can't escape, sent to juvie, a lost friendship, or something that haunts you. Um, so let's go with uh, let's go with Cannon first. What do you think happens as your low point? I think in trying to get my gravity cannon back, I try to use my reality cannon, and instead a whale falls on top of me. Yes, one of those space whales we talked about so much in this, in this one shot. I like the idea that the whale falls on top of you, and then just to the side of you, a small pot of petunias also falls next to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> and if if uh, if pinball, you want to get hit with the flower pot, I would be totally okay with that. I have a slightly different idea for pinball, okay. but I appreciate that. <laughs> it's like, Thanks, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just uh, I want a little more poignancy for pinball. I think. <laughs> sure. So when pinball crashed into the lazy bunnies and like ate dirt. They didn't realize it at the time because their adrenaline was pumping and, like, you know, they were so hyped up. But, like, they actually hurt themselves pretty badly and, like, hit their head kind of hard and ended up giving themselves an inner ear injury. And so now their balance isn't oh, no. great. Um, mm-hmm. So they can they can still hoverboard, but they're not they're never going to be as good as as they were. Oh. Like, it takes so much more effort now for them to do that. Oh, so they're not as chill as once they were. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. So that, that so that's the low points uh, that does get mentioned. But let's talk about the high points. So the same thing. So you roll that many style points you have as D6s, and then the high and then just your highest value. Okay, so five for Jessica. I got a six as well, so swing. Fives, sixes, uh, six for uh Genora. I know Bam Bam has like loads of dice i had to roll like eight dice so <laughs> um i got a six nice so quite a few people got sixes okay so i think the lowest was five i believe which was you jessica so for for that you got either a new friend an old friend reconnecting with your family progress towards a goal rebuilding keeping at it I'm going to say that despite being grounded, I've used this time to rebuild Maddie and actually make him better at assisting me in my busting ways. And I've also used this time to make my family appreciate and understand a little bit more the skill involved. Mm Mm-hmm. And just like using my hovercraft and also that like I have decent aims, like I'm not just causing mayhem, mom and dad. Like I'm actually like doing some cool, cool stuff. So maybe a little bit of family connection. Nice. Yeah, I like that. So you, there is like a, a, a nice and ending that people are starting to understand you more. Like mm. a, like the tiniest amount of like respect with the side eye. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's respect with a tiny <laughs> R. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go for a pinball. You are five as well. So I think kind of as a result of the inner ear injury, pinball can't slug blast as much so they've started reconnecting more with their family and are um because their family is so scattered and so all over the place and sort of dysfunctional in a lot of ways they've been able to sort of channel their inner chill to help like 
mend some of those bridges, which has made being at home a lot nicer and has sort of made up for the fact that they can't go out and slug, slug blast as much anymore. Nice. Really nice. So between Janora, Cannon, and Bam Bam, who would like to go first? Because you all got sixes. So the sixes, we've got living the dream, fame, popularity, money, contributed to science, or completed happiness just doing what you loved. You get what you wanted most. I want to go first. Go for it, Bam Bam. I think even though I get uh, community service for standing up to the cops, I also got a lot of like popularity as well. Be like, yeah, you tell those coppers and like a bunch of like rebelous, rebelous, rebellious uh, sort of people were like, yeah, sticklers underscore one. Yeah, they stick it to the man <laughs> sort of thing. So um, I, yeah, I think a little bit of fame because mm-hmm. My character comes from money, so they don't care. They don't care about that at all. So, but the fame for the crew, yeah, exactly, exactly. When that whale fell on me, and oh, yes. I basically had to be on a full body cast for like several weeks, possibly yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that little flower pot that fell right next to the whale mm-hmm. um, was from the golden jungle, and mm. buried in it was my gravity cannon oh you get what you wanted most (laughs) hey but not without basically crushing my entire body first rough ride (laughs) (laughs) all right and janora i think that with all this new free time since the sticklers underscore one aren't currently practicing together janora volunteers not so much to contribute to science, but more like the engineering of hoverboards. So I think she spends a lot of time nice. like testing new hoverboards and giving her input. And I think they're designing, whoever they are, a new hoverboard, and it's going to be called the stickler underscore one. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's so sweet. I would say so the final closing scene of this, you know, you're all, you all keep in contact, you know, you do the best you can. Maybe slug blasting, like you said, isn't maybe your priority just now for the next couple of months, but uh, there's always something like in the back of your head, you all still contribute to the scene and you all still remember fondly that one time your first proper run was, yeah, interesting. But in the darkened alleys, that Hillview has, I mean, I'm sure there is a darkened alley somewhere, the one darkened alley in Hillview. You see a couple of kids, you know, barely 12, 13, going through, scrawling on the wall using graffiti. You hear the sounds of sirens and they sort of run away and the camera sort of stays on the wall and you see a beautiful sort of graffiti mural of all five of you and underneath is like, we are sticklers. And then in brackets, underscore one. (laughs) And that's is a very quick version of Slug Blaster. Thank you so much. The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were Morgan, Diana, Kristen, Maggie, and Miriam. 
from the Powered by the Players podcast, an actual play podcast featuring mini-campaigns of various Powered by the Apocalypse games with a rotating cast of diverse players. Check them out on the Roll to Play Network at www.rolltoplaynetwork.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode's RPG was Slugblaster, a tabletop role-playing game about small-town teenage hoverboarders who sneak into other dimensions. Designed by Mikey Ham. You can find out more information about Slugblaster, including how to pre-order the full game, on their website. That's www.slugblaster.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamyrollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WAIR underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply. Welcome to Powered by the Players, an actual play podcast featuring one-shots and mini-campaigns of all your favorite Powered by Apocalypse games. Each campaign will be a different PBTA game with a rotating cast of diverse players. I'm your host, Diana Lorraine. I am your Game Master, Morgan Nunes I am your producer, Kristen Devine. Let's, Let's power, power up! up.